ladies and gentlemen, yeah. we have Freeman on my podcast today. Give him a round of applause. Yeah. Yay. Yay, Freeman, director. Okay. You see, so that's the thing. First thing first. Mm. My soul will not be branded. Mm. Yes. Um, the problem with that is to exist in this space, you just have to be branded. Mm. Yeah. But I don't want to deviate while we're here. Yeah. You feel me? But you know, for, for some people, what do you mean by branded? What do you mean your soul cannot be branded? And what do I mean by for you to be here, you have to be branded? Okay. okay. The only way I'll make you understand I'm an artist is by actually telling you. The only way I'll make you understand what I do is by telling you I'm an artist. Mm. Now you have something to work with. Oh, artist. Oh, what kind of artist? Yeah. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, place you under somewhere exactly. in the, how to relate. To so yourself. that's now me being branded. I oh, just have okay. To, to express myself in, in that. Yeah. That's yeah. Matrix. Okay. Bloody. That's the matrix. You feel so. So I must warn you guys. Yeah. This episode. It's not for, you know, people are just walking the earth. It's not for people, the, the deep thinkers, oh. the ones who want to break out of this matrix that we are in. That's the problem. Yeah. We keep coming again and again to win this battle. Huh? We keep coming again and again. Yeah. To win this battle. Oh, yeah. You, 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 you believe that too. That this is, I, this is my own. I, I, I feel we, when we die really come back again until you fulfilled your soul purpose in this earth, uh -huh. you will keep on coming back again and again and again in different forms, different... Spot on. I know, I say forms because I even feel like we don't always come back as humans. I'm happy. I was going to I was gonna go to that. <laughs> so I had this dog, right? Yeah. It wasn't really, really my dog, but I connect with souls. Uh -huh. So, uh, okay, let me, let me explain this story to you. So, you come back again. Uh -huh. In different forms, like you said, yeah. like you understand that different animals hold different kind of spirits. Sure. So whatever form okay. you're coming at us, yeah, will tell us so much about what you did the last time we were here. Carry on, Freeman. Now, I would say something about, and I, and I want to carry it on from there. Yeah. But let's let's yeah. establish. Let's establish this first. What's in there? Spirit. Oh, okay. Let's establish this first. Yeah. People come back, different mm. animals. Because mm. now you, if you're in the matrix, mm. right? You control everything here, right? Yeah. Different animals harness certain spirits. Mm -hmm. So, based on how you read the last time or whatever it says that you've done, yeah. Whatever they're trying to stop you from doing, whatever it is that, you know, will determine how you come back. So that's what the afterlife is like. Mm. Now I'm telling you my own school of thoughts. Yeah. Go on. Okay. Yeah. So. Like I said, I don't want to deviate. Um, when I say I'm an artist, 
I wouldn't just. I can always tell you I'm a soul traveler, right? Yeah. So even as an artist, I'm not just going to experience one form. Well. Because the whole essence of living is evolving. Mm. That's how you, after you've evolved, you leave this matrix and then you come again. Yeah. The evolution continues. Yeah. There's one goal. There's a purpose you're meant to fulfill because you need to never in the battle. Mm-hmm. You understand? But I don't want to go into all of that. You see that the battle? No, we're in a battle. Okay. Do you want me to go there? It's no, no, just continue, continue what you're saying. Let's exactly. go there. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm worried. So. <laughs> it's dangerous, man. So, as an artist, I started off as an artist. My experience when I was young, like tell people, I remember my childhood like so clearly mm. because I was always expressing myself. Mm. It's easier that way. Yeah. Because it's always easy to, once you're expressing yourself, it's a form. And once you're self-aware, you can never forget your form. Hmm. You feel me? So yeah. even if you're like, you have gas, liquid, solid, liquid always remember that it can be gas. Because in the right environment, so it's what? It will become gas. Hmm. Heat it up a little bit. You feel me? So I can't forget these experiences. So growing up, I was... I was drawn to things that were that I had to do with my inner self. Yeah. Dancing. Oh. Music. You used to dance a lot. Mm. You mm. Okay. Wait, as a child or as you were I'd grown? Grown. Oh. I used to jam- I used to dance where when I was a child. Grown, like when I started as a child. Yeah. So now once you dance, you realize that there is something in the music. Mm. Good dancers connect to the music. I'll give you an example, Chris Brown. Yeah. And this is why he was taken. <laughs> because of his true form is an artist. Yeah. Now, once you dance, there's a way you have to connect to the music in a particular kind of frequency. That means you're in the same tune with the music. Mm. Right? At that point, so we are, I'm experiencing that form of art. And then it came to me in different ways. So imagine this. You're having a conversation with someone and the person shows a question or you, whatever it is that you people are debating. Mm-hmm. And then you take a different personality. I used to call it life acting. So it just happens. Someone asks you a question and you take a different personality. Like, like we're here now. Mm-hmm. And just as you're conversing, I become somebody I am not, mm. like a character in a movie. Yeah, and then I'm 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 dealing with you based on that character, I'm no longer free man. Mm. So it's almost so you, it's just a form of expression. Yeah, right. Yeah. Then you have people. Who, then the industry. These guys came and created an industry, and then you have actors and people who can you know do this thing. Who have to ask for it. You know, at some point I was a photographer. Mm. I, it even feel like a real real thing. When I was photographing, I was doing graphic design. Hmm. I mean, whenever I go into any of this thing, it goes deep. Prior to that, I was I was doing music. Oh, you used to do music? Not not uh, recording. I'm talking about live music, keyboard, piano. Oh, oh okay, okay. Well, you play the instrument. I really didn't still have do. A huh? You didn't have a choice. No, You're a church a boy. Not not that. Okay, yeah, my dad had a church. Yeah, but. Um, 
I wasn't that typical, my dad had a child kind of guy. Because already we're rebels. Yeah, you are. You feel me? Pastor so, kids were always rebels. No. Okay. Contrary to that, I will tell you because of I'm from that background. Okay. All my circle, my dad's friends were all pastor, 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 children, pastor, children, pastor. Mm -hmm. So now you understand that I know deep. A lot of them would would play along. Yeah. And act like they were meant to act. Yeah. I told you about the system. So whether you be in secondary school, wherever it is, mm -hmm. you always find yourself acting based on the system. But I did not. So I wasn't pretending. It was clear that this guy wasn't going to be part of this. So it was a problem. So but that's the debate from like art itself, like I was speaking about. So in art, you just keep evolving. That's why it's hard for me to call myself a certain thing. A certain thing because I know what I am. No, you're way more, like, yeah. You know, like I know like okay now, let's take it to, you know, what you spoke to me about. Like, hey, let's discuss this film school. Okay, yeah. So um so yeah, guys. Well, it's been a really, really long time. I posted an episode on here. And that's because I'm in film school. Yeah, your girl is in film school in Lagos. <laughs> so, <laughs> please, let me be in character. Oh, I don't so, yeah. So, I'm in film school, Ebony Life Creative Academy. Yeah, check it out. They're too good. It's owned by Moabudu. You should know Moabudu. Executive producer, chief daddy, and the likes. Yeah, Just so debuted her mm? director. Uh, yeah, she has debuted her directing. Yeah. See, uh, Moabudu. Yeah. I like her. But yeah, that's besides the point. Well, I'm in film school, Erica. I don't know. I'll tell you what it's like. But I want Freeman to tell us what film school is like because this is Freeman's second time in Elka, right? Mm, mm. And Elka is a three month course. So yeah, he has done this before last and he's doing it again so uh, man, what's what's film school so like? here's the thing before prior to when i came to film school you should know that film school is hella expensive it, it's kind of expensive no not kind of hell it's hella expensive, expensive. Yeah, i know that yes so um in nigeria here basically of all the i didn't like this takes me i'm happy we're having this conversation in this form i'm happy i set the tone already mm. now prior to when i came to film school I went from, listen, follow me. I went from, I told you background music all that, but professionally, yeah. I went from doing talk shows, oh, okay. TV, yeah. I worked in newspaper. You worked in newspaper? Yeah, Daily Times. Wow. Um, then I worked in a radio station. Okay. And at, I, when, I was, when I was working in a radio station, I'm like, this is what I want to do. You really are a media guy. You can see why, because, yeah, I was. Yeah, I am. Whatever. <laughs> you can see why, because radio and talk show, Yeah. right? So I'm hosting TV, I'm hosting talk shows and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And you can see like how it's the same with radio. Yeah, yes, sure. So, but why I never knew Media. I would want to capture this. You like, don't want to. about be the one at the back. At the, the back, camera. behind the camera, yeah. Yes. You, yeah. But I was, I've always been so obsessed with trying to know how, like play everything all out. Like I have this idea, oh, let's do this, let's do that, let's do that. So even when I'm in front of the camera, I'm still trying to like, oh, let's do this, let's do that. You know, that kind mm. of thing. So, it was, it just keep evolving. Mm. You just realize that, oh, I can do this. You're not even trying so hard, but it's working because you have it in you. So when I came in, so when I decided to go to film school, I was in direct, mm. right? So I have, at this point, I've done my master's in filmmaking. Mm. And it was really primary. 
to be honest. Yeah. And then go as deep as I thought as, as I thought they would. Because prior to then I had taken classes online, I didn't stream classes online and it went so deep. And I went to film school. I went to for my masters. And <laughs> and what I learned online was even deeper than in your masters? Yes. Because I had the opportunity to go as far as I wanted to go. Yeah. If I remember when I wrote the script, uh, we had so for our final our final project, we had to write a script and shoot it. So I'd written my and they would select one script of all the like I had like six guys in my class, and that's hold up. This was in your masters. Yes. You were your what what, what was it well, script writing? There was everything. It was everything? Yes. So you had to write a script. Then you guys shoot it. Oh wow. Yeah. So if like you get you get chosen, right? Yes. If you're scripting, just like how how like how's happening? Okay. Okay. Exactly. okay. So I written my script and I had my lecturer asking me what's his smash court and stuff like I'm like, really? You know, it was even a female actually, an old lady. I'm like, because I had gone ahead, like so my script was so complicated that this is the problem. She said at the end of the at the end of the film, right? Yeah. The guy the guy dies. He was it was an abuse thing. Yeah. And the guy dies, the wife kills the guy, stuff like that, and escapes. She mm-hmm. realized that has the man that she had, you know, she had loved and all of that was sleeping with her daughter because that wasn't her, the biological dad. So she had been married. Oh she had had a, a child yeah. before. So this new guy was so. So let me tell you the beginning of the script, right? Okay. So you, really, you have this family, and in the morning, the guy steps out to go and prepare his daughter, the daughter for work. You don't even know that it's, it's, it's for not school. His, for school. Yeah. So you're going to go to the boarding house. So you don't even know that it's not his biological daughter. I mean, wait, wait. Yeah. So it's like you have a guy who's waking up in the morning to go and do something for his daughter while the, while the woman is staying there. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you realize that, oh. And then the guy comes, comes back to the room when the girl's awake and he's like, after he had tried to go and sleep, he had gone to sleep with the girl. He comes back to the room and he's like, she doesn't have to go to the boarding house. Right? Yeah. And that she, yeah, he's a good father to be at home with, you know, father and mother. Father and mother. Oh my and God. So you believe that, ah, this guy really cares. And if you yeah, that, then lockdown happened. So the script had this lockdown thing in it. Oh. So it was lockdown that made everything cast. Because then the girl couldn't go to school, everybody was at home. And, you know, the truth came out. And the woman had to make a decision. I had to stay with this man or escape. You know, so it was that kind of the thing. So at the end of the day, the woman kills the girl, kills the guy. The husband, I guess what this woman asked me, that's my lecture. She says, So what are you doing? Are you promoting violence and 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 rape and stuff? I'm like, the, okay, that's what she asked you. That's what she asked me. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't need to, I can't be It's scared. a story. Academic. Yeah. So we shouldn't be scared. I think we're so scared to explore to exploit things know, like this. Like what, what they happen, but that's the reality. This shit happened. Why are we so scared to accept it or you know? Like Hannah, I'm sure she's so religious. She can't just. You have no idea. Him. You have no idea. <laughs> Let's not even go there. Oh my You know. God. So, so, but the good thing is when I came to Ebony Life, mm. I remember um the first thing as a director, you know, the first thing um yeah he that, came before you came before as a director yeah I came now as a director. cinematographer now as a cinematographer okay right? I'm a production designer though like okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah so when the first thing Dan asked us was. It was really about Daniel, um, Mr. Daniel Oriahi. He, he um, shot, um, he directed Taxi Driver on Netflix. He directed. Oh my God, are you serious? Yeah. Oh, the guy's bad. Don't play. 
I'm not, that, I didn't even know this, but I wasn't playing. Was Sylvia, he directed Sylvia, um, a couple of other stuff, man, but that's the one I can remember. They're all on Netflix, Sylvia, S-Y-L-V-I-E. Oh. So, he was like, what kind of movie do you want to make? What kind mm-hmm. of impact do you want to have? Yeah. The whole idea of movies is not just to, even if you're going to do something funny, Mm. Right, you have to leave in a message that in the next twenty years, thirty years, or fifty years, mm. somebody watches it, and even if you cannot relate to now, you can relate to then. I say, oh, this is what it was like then. Yeah. So if, even if you're not there, there, then, like, you learn something about then. Yeah. So that's impact. And again, in Hollywood, what they do is they, their movies. If you check it over a period of time, it's always projecting what time and era they are in. Mm-hmm. So it's always probably dealing with the situation or it's projecting a situation, which is what Dr. Stella, my lecturer, did not understand. <laughs> because I'm not trying to say, yo, you should rape your wife or, or your children and stuff like that. I'm trying to tell you that if you know what happened during COVID-19, what happened? There's a lot of cases of men sleeping Raping with children, children sleeping with children, days, little kids. As in pedophilia was at its peak. A lot of at lockdown, yeah, because, because a lot of secrets out. came out. You know, you know, you know when you are now forced to stay inside and deal with your problems. Like you know, people had escape. People go out What's the worst? to escape. You know, you had work, you had hanging out with friends. I mean, I, I know men. People were not escaping. People were not leaving. They were not leaving. They're just going to nine to five or coming back home. They were, literally, they're leaving. They, they leave at work yeah. and visit home because you're when you whenever you come home you're sleeping trying to get little sleep to wake up and go back to that same place you're just coming from and then the weekend they try to hang out with friends so the way some people are forced to see their reality Reality for what what it is yeah and and some people couldn't take it some people couldn't take it so that's where the story emancipated from and she was whoever it was so if you you see that film for what it is if you watch the next 20 years here's what you know there was an era of COVID-19. Yeah. And this is what the kind of happening is that people um, had they did, yeah. lives during yeah. that era. That shit should have been in the museum. But no, Stella didn't see it. She said, this week, you're not shooting it. You're going to shoot this or that one. Maybe Jones in streets. <laughs> but that one of you hold me down. No, I feel me. So, when you have like, like, there were artists there because it was not in the academic sector. You yeah. know? Yeah. And like I said about that, so you say, what what impact does your movie want to make? Yeah, you know. So we 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 as directors had to now look deep inside of us to say, oh okay, this is why you're not even really realize if you really have anything to offer or not. If we really have, you as a director. Okay, yeah. You know when you get asked questions like that, eh? You have to now think. So it's not cruise or because of fame or if I said something, say you're not going to be famous. <laughs> that is crazy. Just. But no, but for real, directors are not famous. There are very few directors that I've been known. And, are, and, and um, funny enough, you find out that the ones that I've known, just because maybe the movie was a block, like blockbuster or, you know, he had his own hype yeah. or something. The people that have made mean. sicker movies that are not even okay, popular. Yeah. 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 Back. yeah. Back. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. I really don't judge movies that based, based on old movies are known because mm-hmm. I know how the industry works. Yeah, for sure. And how the industry works, and I even know deeper behind the industry doors. Mm. You know, so but like this, I yo, Freeman, go easy enough. <laughs> so like, see, I, I had to come to tell myself the truth as a spiritualist that yo, a soul traveler that I am, that you know what, fuck the industry. 
mm-hmm. right? I might I might fuck around, play some games, and find myself in some place because I know how to I know how to do stuff like that. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm like, yeah, I might probably be in spotlight, but it won't last. But long. you'd want to be in spotlight, innit? Well, younger me would love to be in the spotlight. Right, older you. Me now, older me is in here, yeah, relax. <laughs> oh, my bad. He's not that old, guys. Me now, me now would, would want to give it a try. I know that I'll be fooling myself. Mm. Do you understand? I know. That's the majority. I know I'll be fooling myself because I know you have to do something. See, that's what that's saying. Eh? Unless you want to go out and make a whole lot of money, and shoot your own stuff. And even when that happens, guess what? You need mainstream. Uh-huh. So yeah. if you want mainstream, trust me, there are people you need to deal with. You see, people always say that, oh, don't you? It's a lie, my guy. Anybody that you see that is doing it big, you need to understand that there is something happening. So yeah, so now that's the question I want to ask you. Do you feel like... Um, there's this thing... Nobody had made bastard money. I'm not saying money. I use the term bastard money from just doing good or, or just doing like the you know the, the 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 societal things like doing the good things of life. Something is for sure. Yeah. This alone, the three man session is mm-hmm. gonna have episodes. Gonna have episodes, yeah. Oh, oh for sure. This is no, I don't because, know. This is one aspect of it. Yeah, now this be, is a different. Episode yeah, this is meant to be about yeah, yeah. film school, but well, I, mean, I think we're really no, no, going. No, I think I think sometimes we won't. You know, we'll go there. Yeah, right. But no, this thing. That's the thing. Eh? There's this saying. Nobody, you, you just can't make it out the streets by being good. You have to dirty your hands, like yeah. you legit have to. And I don't know. I mean, I'm a really strong believer of no dirtying your hands. Yeah. And still making it like yeah. making it real smooth and clean out there, like legit. For okay, let me tell you something. Okay, it's so sad. I I I used to wish I had a very close friend of mine, Kevin, and you know uh, he's a filmmaker as well, but he's not here anymore. And we used to wish and hope that the stories are not true. Uh. Uh. See, I mean, so it's about the world, about the industry, about the industry. Okay, I'm the place where I should even be careful mentioning names mm. because I might just forgot I mentioned a name and now it's something, right? Yeah, but trust me, if you're an artist, two things can happen. Mm. First of all, you need to know that there's a frequency where artists operate on. Yeah. And that's why you see most artists, there's a psychological imbalance yeah. somewhere, somehow. Yeah. It's just how it has to be. Yeah. It's a gift. You have that's even life for life. When they give you something, you have to give back. Mm. There's something that's taken from you, mm. like naturally, life. Mm. You feel okay. me? So it's give and take. It's it's, what it's mm. always it's, give and take. So now. There's a frequency, it's called ether. 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 E-T-H-E-R. Okay. That's where we creative get our creativity from. from. Oh yeah? Oh my god. Research it. That's why I spelled it out. E-T-H-E-R. I will. So I will. and 
we as creators have to be on a particular in our own like state mm. to assess that realm. Mm. I don't know how many times you've been and something just hits you like and you have to like Yeah. Exactly. That's that's a state. So if you study yourself very well, mm. you'll be able to know when to actually how to channel it and be on that frequency when you want to. But guess what happens? You see most of these crazy ideas that you see that I don't know if you notice, like time changes, yeah. um, content changes, yeah, changes. For sure. It's those guys that get the next realm. Mm. When these ideas come from internet, they get them. Yeah, and look like crazy ideas, but you guess know. what? Who gives who makes it work? These people who want to have best creative energy in this space. I'm talking about where the world we're living in today. Mm. So they know about us. Yeah. Right? And they use us a major tool. Mm. Creative. You have all you need. I mean, that's what they pay. Let me give you a good example. Yeah. Kanye West. Mm. Kanye. This, this are not just Michael Jackson. Yeah. I just told you the A-list of A-list. Yeah. Right? So, like I said something earlier on, as a creative, two things will happen. Either you give in or your what? Content. Mm. Because one thing is for sure, you would never lack. Mm. As a creative, you can never lack. Mm. I don't care. I never lack creativity. No, you can never lack sustainability where, oh, like, you're hungry. Good example. I don't understand what you're saying. You're not, like, you, you wouldn't need, like, I don't explain. Hungry for creativity or no, hungry I'm for the about things of the world. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, you know, basic yeah. stuff. Yeah. Because there's, some, there's a saying. And, oh, funny thing, was Daniel Homie told me the saying. Hmm. He said, um, if you're good in your craft, it's to draw you to people of what's luxury. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I've heard that before. Exactly. So, but you have to now, this is where spirituality comes into play. What kind of soul do you have? Are you, are you content? Do you understand what life is about? Because when we understand what life is about, you can content and say, okay, you know what? This is it. Because if you try, if you take what you have, you don't have to take it, they will find you. Yeah. There's no way out. I don't care. And that, that's why I told you that's where I am now. Like, I know that there's no way out, but I know, I feel like when the opportunity comes, I want to play some form of game, you know, try and beat the system. Mm-hmm. But you can't be here and here at the same time. Where, where is here and here? Like, hot and cold with them. And not with them. One leg in, one yeah. It's not. Possible. Is it that your? Well, would you be, would you be good? Trust me, you'd be good. Like if you, if you have if you have. But that's the thing. They will sell it to you in a way that you would. You will never see never it coming without them. These guys never. They never. They never come. Like if you watch this movie. Um, this Nigerian movie that they remade. Um, where the guy, he became a Netflix original. Ram Snowa was there. Ram Snowa was like the. The uh guy who you sell your soul to. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Um, that um, was it even yeah, that Kanayo, Kanayo, and the rest were in this uh, and the and the rest, no, something billions or something where men were doing rituals and all of that, yeah. See when the devil came for him, yeah. Exactly. came for him. Exactly. Yeah. There was no way out. He he didn't even have a choice because he was already in. Well, you don't know where you're from, but he was in deep from from. Okay, I can't remember the story. Like. Okay, maybe bloodline wise, but yeah. I'm talking about now, like 
the actual happenings. So they give so awakening. They were, exactly, they were giving you stuff already. It felt like it was part of this people and all of that, mm. you know. But that's when it was setting out already. Yeah. So they give you this life. They make you feel you think you invite for stuff. They're like, oh, you think you're just getting that for free? Like, like you, nah, you didn't think you're going to give something back. But so now you've already like you're in a place where you already if 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 you're if you're greedy, mm. you you're in a place where you already want so much. Yeah. So they said they were like ah or more, man, and then. You give. Because you feel like it's not like, and then you give. And guess what? It keeps going deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. Until actually, when you say you sell your soul, it's not figurative. You actually sell your soul. Yeah. What is your soul? The ability to say, I don't want to do this. This is all. The ability to have a say. Like the yeah, ability that's your to, soul. Yeah, that's a soul. But that's when you can't, you can't just stay and make it say for yourself, yes, you're not, you're, you, don't, you don't own your soul anymore. That's it. Mm. So, as a filmmaker, mm. you need to ask yourself certain questions. Like what? And that's why, like, Dan will tell you that you need to find a, a source of living, my G. Because... That can't be a source of living. That can't be a source of living. Unless, like... Um, I personally... Get, yeah? I'm sorry to interrupt you. I personally feel like creatives should always have another source of income. Yeah. When I was... When I um, started... Um, special effect makeup. There was this period of time I didn't want to do anything. I just wanted to do special effects. Yeah, it took me a while mm. to get to the realization that okay, I have passion for this thing. And there was, there was a period of time I was willing to do any SFX, not even getting paid. I just really wanted my work out there. I just wanted to mm. be part of a, a, like so many movies and just keep doing my work. And then people were like, oh, who did this? You know, just keep pushing my my name, my mm. art, my work out there. But then I thought, like, this is not working. We, we need money. You know? Exactly. We need to be, you know, we need, the, the we need stuff, money and you know? stuff. So we can't do this as the only thing. So now I started looking for things. I started doing PR. I started organizing events. I started, you know, so many other stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now I'll hold you right there. You started doing PR. You started doing other events. If you check, if you trace those things that you were doing mm. down to your roots, yeah. it's creative. Yeah. Let me even trace it down for you. When I was in school, yeah, in the university. So I was in school, yeah. I mean, normal students, they're not just supposed to focus on your studies and why you are there and, oh, you know, just get done with school. But no, I'm not a normal student. (laughs) So I was in school and I was just thinking of ways to be, to make money, to be creative. I just couldn't sit. I mean, I was attending lectures. I didn't, I, I, I go for lectures. I didn't miss lectures. Like like me, yeah. Yeah, you get, I was a good student, you know, I was, Getting my grades, but still couldn't rest. I started my clothing brand. Oh, I started a clothing brand when I was. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah I was branding t shirts, oh, apps, nice. you know, stuff like that. Literally customizing yeah. items and all. Oh, wow. So I started, I had a brand, I was pushing it. I made, I walked, I had to do research, I had to look for a company that would be branding my stuff for me. I had to look for where to buy the materials, then take it to the people that were branding it. Came up with figures, you know, discounts and stuff like that because I'll be bringing massive stuff, you know, like it's one shirt or two shirts. It was crazy. All of this while I was in school. Started yeah. pushing the brand, doing photo shoots, getting models, photographers. Then I started, then I started my makeup. I worked as a PA for like two big yeah. makeup actors over then at that time. Yeah. I was going for gigs with them. Yeah. Whilst I was in school, like I'll I'll come back from school and then I, and next thing I'm picking up my makeup box yeah. and I'm heading out already. Yeah, and like that was when my creativity was at its peak. I couldn't help it. 
I couldn't like help it. Exactly. I was out there. I was, I was planning <laughs> and trying to bring it. I like, you know, it's yeah, bust no. from my skull and I just I, I, I had to put it into things. I could yeah. relate to this. Yeah. When I was, whenever, I remember the time when I was shooting, like, I was so obsessed with TV content, like, um, um, talk shows and the rest like that. Yeah. We would go so far at this, like, with the least equipment that you would ever think of. Yeah. You feel me? Just because of you wanted to what create. So I was going to ask you a question. So you see that all that whole, whole energy you're putting all that stuff, all that, why you kept doing it? And if you check around, there are people who couldn't just do that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because of you were creative. Yeah. And I asked somebody in Elka one time. I'm like, yo, I told her straight up, man. And he's done that told me that bad habit. I remember when we came to Elka and he said, in this class, eh, the class of 16, he said they are only, <laughs> he said they are only, you can, they're not up to four directors. <laughs> I'm like, so why do you let us in? I mean, but, he did yeah, the interview, yeah? You know? So, but yeah, like, I understood what he was trying to say. A lot of people are just still fucking around. Yeah. They don't, they, they are still saying, oh, you know, some things just still sound cool to them. Yeah. Just because, like, now, see how eras are changing. We went from that place of where everybody was petrochemical engineers, blah blah blah. A lot of our parents were engineers, this, that, all those kind of high end, like academic stuff. And then there was a switch somewhere. Then you have people now who are directors, designers, interior, mm-hmm. all those kind of things. And then you now sound school. And then you have people now wanting to say, Oh, I'm part of this thing. Like, I'm like, now we're because there's no job. A lot of people now feel like, Oh, they're yeah, now directors. They're they're creative. Directors. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, um, People are now powerfully tapping into the creative. You know, I know yeah. somebody who told me in my in my class right now. She told me that ah, do you not do you not <laughs> you not hey, content creation is a lot of money now. I'm like, oh, that's why you do it. Like, yeah. And yeah, now she's see? learning cinematography. Cinematography is an art. It's an art. You feel me? As and that's the thing. If you don't even understand the art, how will you make the money from it? Oh yeah, There's some of those niggas they are able to like. Manuba, my yeah, dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. I give yeah, 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 an example. Yeah, there's a guy, there's a guy in the industry, yeah. right? And I'll call his name Ay, who is just a, I'm sorry to say, he's just a thief, he's a criminal. He's <laughs> stuck, one man. Is what he is. Listen, you know what he does? What? This is how he made the industry. It comes, right? He was in a place where. Um, his brother used to do, you know, was in the entertainment space and all of that, but not as a creative, but like managing and stuff like that. Uh-huh. So he could reach out to those guys, right? He got guess what he did? He said, ah, he brought this, he brought this uh ah, let's do a show. He brought this comedian that he knows, mm-hmm. follow and talk. Voice comedian he knows, follow and talk. They never pay them more. Voice you follow and talk. Then ah, found one artist. Ah, alpha. We run this thing for for um let's say Ikeja, this mm-hmm. kid for shrine. I go follow the guy with the shrine. Yeah. Talk, talk. talk see? Yeah. Just give us something. They will not rec- they will not have like what do you call it? Um tickets and stuff. Yeah, ticketing, yeah, for sure. They will not run everything. He's not a comedian. Though. This guy's a comment. He will not come as the host. Right? My people drop drop one or two lines here and there. Yeah. And bring they now have AY. Then bring other like basketball. This one that one you now see AY lie. You don't see him as a comedian already. That's it. That's the same thing with yeah. the movie industry. That's the thing. If you're not a creative, then you you should be um, business oriented. That's, yeah. Yeah. 
there's so there's that sector is that there are those people uh-huh. so i always have to infuse this so as much as the like the matrix has the system the society where they has configured it and mm-hmm. say okay these are the business people the economics people it's actually a soul call mm-hmm. just like being a creative of the art of the soul call yeah yeah because in reality if you have the grasses right you have you need the rain to wet it mm-hmm. so me i'm always waiting things to how the universe the balance of things naturally yeah yeah have all this i don't want to mention these things so i don't like mess <laughs> mess with like your tags because now if i mention <laughs> some alien stuff I'm like what's up guys <laughs> um victoria who you carry come here no, but before you had this, that's I told you initially that it's a battle. Yeah. Right? And try a little bit. Let's just. So, what have been on? We're still in film school. Anyway, so Freeman, thank you for all that anecdote and wise words and a lot of deep thinking for my people to do. Right. Well, um, so. So you've been to Elka before? That was last year, twenty twenty-two, yeah. Yeah, but the sixth batch. The sixth batch, and now you're in the ninth batch. You know. Do you see something there? Yeah, I see the numbers. The, the, the numerical. I see numbers. Yeah, and that's Who why. Who is in numerology? I. Do. I do. So yeah. Anyways. Okay. Um, okay real quick. Mm-hmm. The last set I met a Tosin. Okay. Right. This set I met a Tosin. And it's the same thing, the six turned upside down, the nine. Because yeah. that's the same effect I'm getting from this tosin. Was that tosin in your class? No. That's why it's the nine. It's opposite. Hmm. Okay. So, uh, what was it like the first time? Okay, so the first time, um, first of all, you should know that Elka, um, they're starting something that I always believed. If you check Oscars literally in the Academy Awards. Yeah. So when where they see Tom Holland from Spider Man, they go to all these the academies if they have a new script and they feel like, oh okay, we need somebody fresh, right? Mm-hmm. They go to the academy to sort out somebody. That's mm-hmm. why it's called the Academy Awards. Those guys went to one academy or the other. Yeah. That's that belongs to a society. To society, yeah. Do you understand? So you know, um I always thought about that. Why not like Nigeria? That's you know, that have brought more and that's what they're doing. So they are they are they will take you now. So I've been doing film. I've been doing stuff. Like I told you before, I came to Elka. Yeah. But now with that, because of their brand, and I went to, through them for that period of time, my certificate always have. So if tomorrow, in the next two years, I do something expansive, yeah. I'll always be branded as an Elka alumni. For sure. So they will be taking the a part of the, like, this is our own. They'll be taking the credit too, yeah. You feel me? You know, when, you, when so it comes a- out, they'll be like, oh. He went to Elka. So, yeah. Elka so it's a brilliant idea. It is. You know, at the same time, that's how it works. That's how it also works, like, when they want new creatives. Yeah. They go to their archives. You know, yeah. who is, who, like, who has, who, you know? Yeah. And they put it out there for, like, right now, there is a, what do you call it? There is a one millionaire. Um, this for Elka. Alumni and present students. Oh, yeah, they've added the present students. Yeah, it was also present students and alumni. Just, oh, okay. You know? Because they, it's not it's not ending anytime soon. It's, you know, they just keep. So if you want to shoot a short film, submit your 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 pitch and all of that, and they, that's a, that's that's like an opportunity as well. So yeah, that's the same is. thing. So the first time I came here, it was I was trying to like, being the director, which is like the head of all departments, 
it was, and then we realized that, oh, okay, you get to shoot, only four movies are going to be shot. So in the class of 16, just these four people, four directors, and then four lead directors, and then you have four other co-directors, and the rest fall into 80s and all. And I'm someone who, I don't act, I don't need anyone to tell me, like, I know what I can do, I understand, I know my brilliance. Uh, but I was in a place that time, though totally different from where I am now. Mm-hmm. That's hence the number thing that like we spoke about. Like yep. everything is literally the opposite. Oh wow. Yeah, literally. Literally the opposite. And except from my impact. I'm sorry, that just has to remain. You know? Um so when I came the first time I was trying so hard to to actually be there. Yeah. You know, because I was doing all this stuff and all and it made us realize that for us to actually have you be one of our directors, you have to come, like, you have to meet me three times, you have to do this, you have to do that, you have to do this, you know, and I was trying so hard to, like, pop, like to make all of that point. As, so, um, generally, the experience was, it was explosive because, well, see, let me let you know, so what's happening in Elka is, they're, they're, what they're prepping you for is, it's mainstream. It goes beyond it's beyond like what Nollywood is presently. Yeah. Yeah, we have some movies like that have come out like re- recently that yeah we'll say that's the look and the idea we're going for. Yeah. But it's always the whole experience. What they're teaching you: this person, that person, this person, that person, this department, sound, everything is is it has gone beyond the Hollywood you used to know, the Nollywood you used to know. Yeah. Right. And and that's where we struggle actually. Because uh, you have a sound guy, a light guy, blah, 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 working on the project. They make you understand that this is how you need to work. There's hierarchy. There's, there's, the, there's a process. There's the emphasis on the hierarchy for oh, me. Oh, very important. Oh. Very important. There's a process. And again, as a director, what's very common in the industry? You have directors shouting, I've been on set. Where the director say, you're stupid. Get out of my set. Not once, not twice. In fact, okay, it was it was it was a series, so we saw him like a lot, very insulting, very, and it was normal. Even I myself, when I'm directing sometimes, I lose it, you know, and I could be like that. So the idea is that is not how it's meant to be. Is that how people have been taught to? That's what we've been taught in Elka. Like, you can't talk to like you can't just talk to anybody anyhow. You can't just yeah. I remember when I did my first practical. Oh, yeah, just... we taught in Elka that you can't just talk to anybody yeah. anyhow yeah. as a director. Yes, anybody oh, yeah. on your set. Well, you don't good, do that. Good. So I remember when I was doing my first practical, because, sorry, I have a temper, yeah? And I know I took a couple of slides because I know I have a temper. So I tried to avoid those things that would hit my risers. So I remember I was, I've been a good boy, actually. So the first practical we did, like the one we were, you know, before this final, right? mm and I was directing that that scene, and the actor did something, and I'm like, "Fuck!" I wasn't I wasn't even yelling at him. I was just like, "Ah, this guy missed it, right?" Mm. And the acting hatred was there. You know him, Drewski, Drikos. He was mm. there. I was like, "No, no, 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 no!" Instantly, like, he challenged me, like, "Don't do that." And I wasn't trying to say, oh no, it wasn't, I was just, it was just an explosion. It's like, don't do that. Don't do that. Because <laughs> now you're messing with the actor's psyche. Yeah. Hey, damn. You know, so 
So yeah, that that as a director, like the first time I got there, it was it was just all of this at once, you know. It was a great experience actually at the end of the day. Yeah. That's cool. Hey. <laughs> That's really like, oh my god. No guys, I'm not yawning. Oh yeah, film school is difficult, guys. I won't even lie. It's not easy. We're representing production week. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. And I'm the head of production design for my team. Mm-hmm. Girl. I'm so happy for you, by the way. But you mm-hmm. know, I, I, I like, I kind of knew that you this way. And I told you, mm-hmm. guys, I've told her she's going to win the head of, she's going to win the best. Um, mm-hmm. The idea is, the idea is, after we shoot this movie. Okay, so let me, I didn't even say that about the first time I was in Elka. The first time I was in Elka, oh my God. Hope the six is not end up being a nine. Because the first time I was in Elka, um, I was an AD and... So what the AD was basically doing, like second third AD was basically just directing extras. Yeah. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. And we're in charge of the world, like welfare of actors, like outside the set. So um after the whole project was done on graduation day, they're going to like screen the movies and we're all gonna watch it. We're going to vote. They're gonna choose the best film, the best picture, the best director, the best actor, the best everything. And my movie had it all. We had over 16 hours that we had it, we had we took everything home. Yeah. Do you understand? So um that's one part of like Ebony Life Academy that puts puts you to the test because you know that there's an end game here. Mm. Do you understand? So I don't care who you are, everybody wants to be a winner. That's for sure. You understand? So the experience is crazy. I can't even lie to you. But here's the good part. The collaboration after Elka. Mm. From Elka alone, I know how many sets, how many work jobs I got from Elka, like based on one screenwriter. Say, oh, okay, I, I have this director, like, he might be able to direct the script. Yeah. One, you understand, you have sound guys that had several jobs because now they were like the new 16 directors. You understand, who could mm. easily say, oh, I know a sound guy. Yeah. You feel me? So he created that collaboration, which is one of the major essence of coming to Ebony Life. Because sure. now, if you infuse the right kind of knowledge in all these creatives, they will all, you know I mean? Six, this ninth batch, right? Yeah. Each batch has 16 times eight. That's almost, that's almost more than 800. Are you serious? No, 16 or 15. It's usually 15 people. No, oh, okay. That's almost, hey, that's over 80. Like, you see, 128 people. Do you understand? So, you're having that six times. So, they have over like 600 people, 700 people out there now. 700 creative filmmakers out there now in less than three years. One way or the other, one day, one day, you meet somebody who is from Melbourne Life, even if, mm-hmm. and guess what? They will have that same ethics that you have. Mm-hmm. Hence, what's a better cooperation, better collaboration. Yeah. And that's what the industry needs. Yeah. You know, so yeah, it's a brilliant idea. So, so, what any noticeable difference from last time and this time? Um, okay, last time, this time, that, um, I would say that they've maintained like everything has been the same, yeah. Uh, though, I think the only difference I've noticed is that we had more foreign guys now than then, okay. Then, the only, the only, the only Nigerian was a director. The only Nigerian was a director. But now we have like a few more Nigerian people. And I have no problem with that because 
our people like they they have what it takes. Yeah. You understand? So I think they set the tone. You yeah. know, and now it's left to like the rest of us, even we that now alumni to make that difference, make that change in the like like in the industry. But like I mean, you know, it's not only this job. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like you see up directors who are criminal set. Yeah. And they feel like, oh, that's what directing is about. You have to move your voice first. No. As a director, you you don't only hear you so much. It's not something they say about cinematographers. Because I mean now you know I'm just studying cinematographer. A good cinematographer, you don't even know he's on set. Yeah, you don't know <laughs> You just become You know you won't know. What do you know? I didn't know how important cinematographers were. I know. Once I came to Elka. You know. And they're saying free man everywhere, right? In the Iraqi in, in the you know, the Hi, chain of yeah. the yeah, Iraqi and all. Uh, you know people like our producers, producers, producers. No, everything starts from the producer actually. The producer yeah. source for the director and every director, you know, production designer, everybody yeah. can feel fit to, for the movie. Yeah. Uh, but there's this thing, the cinematographers, the DOP. Yeah, DOP. Very important person. Yeah. You might get everything right, but and that person is not in the right frame of mind. Yeah. So this thing Baba was saying today about our shirt is like. He asked um success success. Yeah. Surprise. Surprise, right? Yeah. Surprise though. If um the who was his who was doing his focus, something running yeah, focus. focus. That's the yeah. AC. The AC. So now he said the AC was pushing was and pushing pulling him, the, so he couldn't focus. The pan or what, what do you call that that thing? The track and dolly. The track, yeah, the do, the dolly. And then he's like and then you were doing so that means you're trying to focus, and, you're trying to frame, yeah. and you're also, that's why you're, I see what's happening in the video. You know the funny thing? Sorry to interrupt, but I had that in mind. I'm like, guy, I felt like somebody should have just pushed that. Then he's like, where's your clapper? He's like, why do clapper, clappers feel like the only thing they have to do on set clap. is to clap? They are meant to do a lot more. Like, he said, they are second AC now. They are meant to exactly second push the, 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 the dolly as well. So he's like, yeah, don't do that. Don't try to focus on so focus many things and, yeah. yourself. So that's why focus on what is happening, like your your the, your the, frame, your frame, yeah. yeah. Oh no, yeah. cinematography is it's a, it's a different ball game. It's a so, different ball game. Um, yeah. I was working on the project. I am working on the project, and I spoke to Dan. You mm. know, that was like four weeks ago, three four weeks ago. Mm. And there's only one thing he said. He said, "Yo, for this project, because I'm trying to like also." Um, um, pitch for this metal day when life is doing right, so yeah. Film, yeah. And he told me one thing for the for the scripts, it's for the for the project. He said, Forget about the actors, forget about everybody. The two important things you need, yeah, is a good DOP and your production designer, mm. <laughs> yeah. Because one, the DOP is, is what the, the production designer is the reason why the production designer sets up first, yeah, creating the world, yeah, creating the world. You have to create the world, the visual. You have to bring out, bring it out to the. If the world is not believable, I don't, I won't, I, I won't watch the story. Yeah. You know. Fact. Then what is the cinematographer doing? They're showing the world. Yeah. They're showing what has been created. Yeah. So now, they, what the only thing really influence in that showing the world is how they want you to see the world. Yeah. And they now use their 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 power, their superpower, to now psychologically influence how you see the world. Mm. Do you understand? Yeah. And I think we have a good experience with that from our last our test shoot alone. Yeah. You could see, okay, 
you created a set. Mm-hmm. You know, it was all of that, right? Now, we had characters run, doing their thing, right? Yeah. You had surprise. We, before we even have surprise, let's talk about the light, mm. right? We do it in a certain way. Yeah. Right? Intense. That's the thing. Intense. Yeah. You could have lit it a different way. Mm-hmm. Just like in that way, it already now shows you how do you see this world. Yeah. And then see what the DOP now does. You see how we define from left to right, mm. from when the, you're seeing the wall mm. pull out. Mm. That is really influencing how you feel this wall. So, yeah. So, DOP and, and the art director and the production designer, both, like, as one. Yeah, Those I mean, they're one. Yeah. Are like, you shouldn't fuck with that. Yeah. I mean, even personally, I believe you, because back in the, is what they call the new realism era, right? So, after the, the post-World War, that's the second, the first world, yeah, the first World War, they had to make movies. They had to go back to cinema, right? But then what happened? A lot of people had died. They didn't really have actors. So guess who people were acting? No more people. Hmm. Because they had, there were zero resources. Yeah. Right? So, but they had to still create cinema. So they had no more people. Directors were getting no more Yeah, no more people to, to act. Yeah, not like actors. and Not the... like actors. And guess what? He created a movement. So that's that's one thing I was telling you earlier on about what Daniel says. He created a movement. A movement of this era. Yeah. Right? So they had, that era, they had non-actors acting. Yep. So when we go back, when we when when we're, when we're studying it or looking at it back in time, we now have we now see oh in the nineteen sixties, these are the movies that were made. These movies they were portraying a lot of war stories. You see stories of people who lost people during the war. Yeah. Child who grew up that father because of loss of the war. Yeah. And then they were being characters were what non-actors. So it's just it's just an era, you know. So that's what's called a movement. So yeah. That's it, basically. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, basically. <laughs> so what goes through your head when you're directing? All right. So here's what you should know. There's several kind of directors. Okay. There's a writer-director, which is why I first became. Hmm. A writer-director. My guy. I think you need to read my scripts. I told you that before. Yeah. And okay, you're not dead that you left. Even Dan had to make reference to it. I write sick shit. He did it, make reference. Yeah, he made reference. The day we did, um, we we're doing a test shoot for our practical downstairs mm-hmm. at the faculty. We made he, like he spoke about like when I told him I was going to be applying for um, what do you call it? This um one M stuff. Yeah. And he's like, uh, whose story is it? Like, whose story? I'm like, it's my story. He's like, ah, you writing this sick shit, you know? And so before you even come on set, like I said, there's a writer, director, there's actors, direct, there's acting director. Yeah, there's acting yeah, director. So much about performance. Yeah. There is a. Yeah, basically it's. Then there you see DP directors, but those guys really expect more in the music video space. Mm. Hence why I'm doing it right now. Okay. So, um, so before you even come on set, that's when the actual work has been done. For the DP director? No, for any, for for. Well, for any kind of writer director, director. For any kind of director. Okay. Because I'll give you the difference. I'll say is acting director when it comes. To yeah, performance. performance. But if things are done the way they're meant to be done, 
you'd have done multiple rehearsals before the due date. True. So what you're just doing is check your performance and just tweaking things a little bit. You feel me? So as a director, the job is not on the date and the due date. It's not. Okay. It's weeks and months before when you're deciding what your costume should be like. Mm. When you're discussing with your art director, because there's a massive conversation with mm-hmm. You're creating a world where you're creating a world where my story would happen. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's you know what I mean. A production designer. Exactly. The 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 script mm-hmm. and the director's vision to life. To life. Yeah. So you're creating what where my you know, what where my story is gonna happen. I'm gonna get actors to portray that story. Yeah. You feel me? But first of all, if that world is not believable, mm-hmm. you're not going anywhere. You're not going anywhere. If you can't suspend the disbelief, that's nothing. I don't want to watch it. Yeah. So for months you're doing that. And you know what goes on during that stage when you talk yeah. when you talk to production, when you talk about like production design. Mm-hmm. We are creating sets, mm-hmm. right? We are looking at costume, what's gonna make up gonna be look like, all of that kind of stuff. Those are that's literally the movie. Mm. In one part, then you talk to the cinematographer, right? What's yeah. your vision? Like, what, what, like, this is the world these guys, these people are creating. This is the vision for the character. How are we going to exaggerate it? How are we going, or are we going to bring it to life? Yeah. Right? So that's what we're discussing. We are planning it all out down to the last very point. Mm. And then you're talking to your sound guys, right? But that part, you can discuss with them, but really, I can do my own movie if I discuss with them and I'll be fine. Yeah. Because if you get the best and you know that they know, they know see, what you're doing. If I have an art director and I have my cinematographer in line, I can shoot my whole film before I even get call. Because when I'm talking about sound, I'm not just talking about picking sound on set. Mm. You know, it's broader than that. Right? Yeah. Because when you now go to sound, you're now talking to, talking about, and these are the things that hold, none of you would miss initially. You're talking about, you know, Fully, oh, someone picks up a bottle. What people yeah. know is that when someone picks up a bottle, the person picks up a bottle and the sound your hand on picking up a bottle sh- is coming from when the record. No, it's added later. The mm. walking step is added later. All those things are like done. They call it fully. You're talking about the environmental sound. What's going to sound like? So you can, if you, if you look at it, you realize those things are things that you can do when things you would do when the movie is over, like when you're done shooting. Mm. So as a director, I'm not really. I might have I, all I have is all I need to have is a vision for that. I need to have a vision for what I want to sound like. You know. Yeah. And tell you the crazy thing, when I write, let me tell you my writing process. When I write, first of all, I cannot be thinking of any other thing. It's impossible. Except what you're writing. And I'm not talking about that point in time. I'm talking about that period of time. <laughs> because I'm living in that world. Like when I'm writing, I'm, I'm when I say I'm writing a project. Mm. I am writing. I am like continually writing. Yeah. So whatever other things it's placing on, on the surface. So another thing I do when I'm writing is I listen to the mood of the kind of song I listen to is the mood of the world. Mm. So I look for soundtracks, track lists that would give me the fear of what I'm what I'm envisioning. Yeah. When I write. And when I write like that, it's thick. Mm. You feel me? Your world, yeah. So. So my point is that the sounds already, I already know what my sound will sound like. Uh-huh. You know, so as a director, it's not really about that moment. It's not yeah. really about when it's time to direct. At that point, it's a process. It's a process. At that point, when it's DD, all you're just doing is looking at the screen and trying to see if this is what you had planned out. Yeah. But here's the thing. 
the art direction already planned out. The cinematography already planned out. The way it's supposed to act with the actors. So what really are you doing? Mm. You're just there to tape what you've done. Mm. <laughs> that's that's the thing. You're just there to tape what you've actually done for months. And the thing is that the tape might not take a process. Yeah. Actually, you're trying to actually get it right. So that's it. Okay. All right. It's good to know. Good to know. Yeah. Well, this has been one heck of an episode, I must say. I mean, a very fantabulous one, mm-hmm. indeed. You pay me my money now, so I'll deliver. We can't pay you, sir. We we are just a starting brand. <laughs> anyways, anyways. Oh, my goodness. I don't that's, know. That's what Elka does for I, you. Yeah, right? If you didn't mean me, Elka, you'd have to pay me because you won't know me. Fact. But <laughs> good to know we're from the same... Academic home. You know, same project. We are working on a project there. Yeah, What's up for it, man? Yeah, watch out. Talk to I've been on your girl's ass. I've been trying to really, like, give her, motivate her, support. I'm just a light man, actually. Yeah. yeah I'm 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 fucking shit up, though. Still. Yeah, period. Because he's very important. Because the way my the rest of the team hold him at two... High extinct. No, that one a brand. Ah, uh, no, they didn't. No, that one is about. It's not even about being a gaffer. That one is just <laughs> lights up the set. So they need his you input. If they take ah, uh, location right here, the guy they come along. I can't. I can't. Man. It does, it doesn't <laughs> okay, work. Okay, it's okay. They it's will, okay. It won't work. <laughs> just get. Anyways. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. If you've gotten to this part of the podcast, that means you really, really love me. I, I don't know what else it is. Oh, you've enjoyed listening to what Freeman had to say today. Oh, yeah. You should follow my Instagram. Uh, yeah. I'm Levi Freeman. Okay, say it again. I am Levi Freeman. Okay. Yeah, follow him on Instagram. I am Levi Freeman. Yeah. Yeah, he's a cool dude. Me you too. see him there. Me too. Video creator. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Follow him. Follow El Cow. Oh, yeah. You. Take our awards <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> But anyway, oh, thank you so much for listening. Yeah. If you haven't listened to other episodes, do well to, you know, mm-hmm. go back and listen. I post new mm-hmm. episodes every Wednesdays and Saturdays. So come back to listen to new episodes. It's been a long time I posted. If I let me not lie. I'm going to be back I again, guys. I since I started Elka. Pressure. What I the... haven't posted. I, I started, it, I started um, Ebony Live. Um, April. April. Me. George. So... This is this is my first uh, pod for like oh. two months or so, or one and a half months. Yeah, the girl's been busy, man. Fucking shit up. I've been busy, like do you know when I? They love her. They love her. Elka. I am actually busy. Like I am actually busy. Double cap. So yeah, stay tuned. Listen some more. Come back again. Um, thank you, Freeman. Oh yeah, for man. coming on this episode. Uh, yeah, that's not the last of Freeman. He will come back again. Yeah, we'll to talk about other sections of life. You know. <laughs> but yeah, for now, just enjoy this one. Rest. All right, bye, guys. Say bye, Freeman. All right, guys, take care.